0: I talked to you this morning about your line and how impressed team Evans has been with you, your grit. We saw it again tonight when you
1: had to stick up for your teammate and take on Evander Kane. The way you guys create offense, knowing that every team is going to go out there and give you an extra shot. I mean, you know, Curl's not afraid to shy away from that kind of stuff. I try to keep a third eye on him. And- Try to make sure nothing, nothing happens like like tonight. But when they do, I try to get in there because he doesn't need to be a part of that. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the 5-Hole Fantasy Hockey Podcast. We are your hosts today, TJ and Raj. Hey, there. We're not sure if Zach is going to join us. Um, we talked to him about an hour ago. I think he may have fallen asleep. Dude works a lot, and he works early. So don't hate him for this one. Like I said, we're 5-Hole. You guys can find us on Twitter at fhf hockey. You can join the Fantasy Hockey Discord. Get in on this playoff pool. There's still some room out there if you want to get in on it. Hit Raj up, hit me up, whomever in the Twitter. You guys can hit us there. You can hit us in the Discord. Do you want to take us through like rosters, scoring, that kind of thing? Pretty standard
0: scoring. Yeah, it's basically fan track standard scoring. Um, the one notable thing is no goalies. I don't want to stress about goalies in the playoffs. I just said, you know, screw it. Just chill. Uh, it's a points league, but there's goals, assists, special teams points. There's hits and blocks. Shots. Shots are in there. Yeah, Shots. So pretty standard, but just the no goalie thing. Uh, But just to make it simple, kind of anyone can play kind of pool, pick five of each position. No trades, no uh, ads, no drops. Pick any 20 players you want, five at each position, then sit back and watch the playoffs. If you
1: guys want, you can have up to three teams working on something for first place, and we're working out the details if there's a tie or something. So we're going to figure that out.
0: It's going to be sort of a UFC style thing if there's a tie. Live on YouTube. So if people do tie, they're going to have to uh, scrap it out. Drop the gloves on skates. It's like a Royal Rumble. They get to keep the proceeds from the pay-per-view that we post from that.
1: (laughs) Beautiful. Uh, Let's get into uh, news notes, storylines, that kind of thing, man. We have a uh, jam-packed episode. Lots to get over. Storylines, first off, the first thing I want to talk about is this. um, It's not really a GoFundMe, but Ryan Hartman flipped off Evander Kane which was fucking rad. Vander Kane's crazy ex wife uh, sent Ryan Hartman money so that he could pay off his fine and posted it on, on social media, which had Ryan Hartman's Venmo or PayPal or cash app. And then fans have just been sending him money so he could pay off this fine. And like, you know, adding uh, little blurbs like, Hey man, do it again. Like <laughs> here's 20 and there'll be 20 more. If you do it again, that kind of thing. I just think that's great. Like, I know Zach's a huge fan of Ryan Hartman, and I didn't like Ryan Hartman this year because Zach had him on his home league team here. But, yeah, uh, I think that's... I like Ryan Hartman now. <laughs> that was something else. i just flipping the bird on national TV, man. That was great. Well, next storyline is that Winnipeg game. I mean, it's, it's Wednesday right now. The game didn't happen, so game did get postponed until May 1st, which is going to fall outside of most of our uh, fantasy playoffs. You know, two feet of snow down in Kentucky. One of our guys in the Discord said that tornadoes were touching down. It's the same system. Just crazy way for April to kick off. You know, I know we're in the middle of April, but man, tornadoes, blizzards, it's fucking wild. But anyway, so that game is going to happen, but it's, it's not going to matter. It really sucks, too, because Winnipeg was the best schedule this week to, to kind of pluck off of.
0: Yeah, I mean hopefully obviously first and foremost hopefully everybody is okay and in uh, that area. Uh, sounds f- insane bad enough to cancel the game. Fantasy relevant, yeah, Winnipeg it had they had the best schedule of all so I had plucked a couple of people for the finals and I ended up losing the two games played for tonight against our buddy Tom Tron, which uh, if it comes down to that, I'm going to be really, really pissed, man. Because that was two of my pickups for this week were Jets. 50% of them. Well, see, I mean, obviously, that's not the biggest thing in the world, but in in my little world, it is right now. So
1: Uh, We got a couple of goalies that are seeing crazy volume. A lot of us thought that Eric Comrie would get that Monday start, the Sunday-Monday back-to-back for Winnipeg, but uh, Hellebuck went twice, so they are pushing. Expect this to happen quite a bit with teams that are pushing, and even Columbus, it's been noted that Elvis Merzlikens is just going to play the rest of the games. Brad Larson came out and said... He's got to get used to volume. You know, next year we might be chasing down something and we need him. So, you know, Merz is going to get a lot of, of starts to finish out the year. So if you're in need of starts, Merz is going to be that guy. Uh, good showing tonight versus Montreal.
0: Yeah. Heck of a game. Heck of a game. Actually him and um Ros-Luvik and line. had a,
1: a real thing, big right? night. Yeah. A couple of rookies that are in the mix. Now we got Owen power. We got our first taste to him. We got some Maddie Beniers up in Seattle we got uh, Bobby Brink here in Philly joining the Lehigh Valley Phantoms <laughs> man uh, i i mean that ties us like kind of straight into um to injuries here you know all of all of Philadelphia essentially but um yeah I, I don't know it's fun like this is that time of year where we get to see all these like you know really close like Bortolo out in San Jose was joining the Barracuda so like we're getting different looks at different players uh, Matthew Nice is mulling over whether or not he's gonna stay in college or he's, he's gonna sign with the um maybe it's knees i don't know but uh the toronto maple leafs prospect and the other one man somebody's gonna to have to help me but uh, abruzzi it, there's like a bunch of z's abaretzi i've only ever read oh
0: abruzzi abruzzi
1: is that his name i've only ever read the word i've never said it out loud i've never heard it out loud
0: i'm basing that off of the fact that that was Pearl Jam's early drummer Dave Abruziz, and it was spelled like that, so hmm. I'm going off of really poor information.
1: Who was their drummer to end it? I know McCurdy was their guitarist.
0: Well, now when they play, it's it's actually it's been the Soundgarden's drummer, Matt Cameron's been Pearl Jam's drummer for like the last 20 That's the years guy, yeah. with their vintage touring kind of thing. Yeah, who's the best one they ever had? They were kind of like Spinal Tap for a while. <laughs> Your first drummer was uh, the John Stampy Peeps. Oh. Good drummer. Great look. Good drummer. Good, yeah, Good yeah, drummer. What, what happened to him? The, act, the official explanation
1: was he choked on vomit. It was, uh,
0: was actually someone else's vomit. Well, I can't yes. prove mm. whose vomit it was. The you prince can't really dust for vomit.
1: Had a high school band in... There was a like a poster flag in, in the shed outside in the middle of winter that we used to practice in with Matt Cameron on it. Our drummer was a big fan of Pearl Jam's drummer, rightfully so. Like daughters? Come on, man. All right, John Gibson had a 52-save loss against Florida. You know, if he plays well against Tampa, like how do you feel about him against the Blue Jackets on Sunday? Like he's only 56% owned. If anybody's looking for starts, like Gibson's out there. What do you think about him? Anaheim the rest of the the week isn't
0: too bad. That's the story of uh kind of the story of Gibson's career right there. <laughs> Basically, right? He's yeah. always been um, the great goalie, busy. So, I mean, you, you could, I mean, there's a good chance it's going to end up a lot of saves and a loss. I mean, that's just the Anaheim John Gibson way, so his percentages are traditionally pretty good.
1: Yeah. Sunday is going to be tough. Like, that's the last day of the season for a lot of us. Or, you know, last day of the semis. People are going to need goalie streams. So, we're going to talk about that when we get down the line here. Uh, let's, let's quick swing through injuries slash suspensions. Uh, Evgeny Malkin suspended four games for his hit against Mark Borowiecki. He's out until next Sunday. He's a drop. Unless he fits inside of your keeper league keepers. He's a drop. Absolutely a drop. Uh, gotta get games. Sorry, bud. If your championship's next weekend, pick up Malkin on Sunday if somebody drops him. <laughs> I don't know. But that's tough, man. Real tough. Uh, Mark Shifley took a normal you know, hit after a pass. He uh, did not join the team on their trip. Blake Wheeler did, however. So keep an eye out for what's going on in Winnipeg. In Pittsburgh, Brian Rust is out with the flu. Maybe a game or two at this point, but that's tough no matter which way you you spin it. And Philadelphia, man, we are in shambles. I can't stand this fucking team right now. Uh Carter Hart, maybe. Dude, it's it's tough.
0: It's not a team right now.
1: It's patchwork. It's a patchwork at this point. But uh, uh Carter Hart might be out the rest of the season. He wasn't playing well anyway, so if he's on your team, you can drop him now. Uh Cam Atkinson, he got hit by Tom Wilson, and uh he's not looking too well at the moment. Rasmus wrist a line in. He's out, so. Got to get your hit somewhere else. But we did see a bunch of new faces like Tana Lazinski, Igor Zamula, Felix Sandstrom. Uh, just got shellacked tonight by the New York Rangers. Adam Fox, crazy, crazy slow right now and just kind of ice cold. Uh, Keandre Miller picking up the slack there, though. So uh, something to look for. Let's get into the actual weekend preview, the stream suggestions, and uh, Zero G corner, man. There are eight teams that play three games in four nights. There's only two teams that play Friday and Sunday. So how do you rank it? Like, do you want this Thursday, Saturday volume out of these teams that are playing those three games? It's kind of tough because those days are so heavy. Like, who is your real number one team here?
0: Well, I think the number one team schedule-wise is, is the Islanders, unfortunately. A couple of really hot options there. They've got the Thursday, Friday, Sunday, and I mean, if you didn't listen to last episode, just listen to the intro. You'll know right away who we're going to suggest. I mean, that's John Gabriel Pajot, right? He's uh, he's still on fire.
1: Last two weeks, he's ranked 31 in our leagues.
0: Yeah. Which yeah, is, he's, uh, he's uh, great. He's doing
1: well. He's 31% rostered at this point. Center only, but he's, uh, he's hitting, he's shooting, he's scoring. Everything you're going to need this weekend.
0: Yep, and he's top line, and he's running the center on the power play, too. So, I mean, I know the Islanders' power play has not been much to write home about, but they're actually, they're playing, just their good players are playing pretty well right now. And uh, they are trying to end the season on a positive note. So.
1: Most players on the Island are available right now, like out, with the exception of Barzell and Dobson, who are 68% rostered at this point. Everybody else is under 50%. I think, I think both of us are going to agree that JGP might be the number one option over even like Anders Lee by a small margin, small margin. Like you get marginally better shots, uh, better chance at power play points from Anders Lee. But man, when JGP goes off like this, you cannot ignore it. Remember when he had like, he just had the two weeks that were just lights out. He, I think he was with uh, Ottawa still at the time. And then he got traded and then it was like, boom, it's fucking over. Dude, uh, whenever JGP does this, you got to pay attention. There's guys like Brock Nelson, Andres Lee, Ryan Pulak, if you need blocks this weekend. How would you rank the available New York Islanders in this point?
0: Uh, Well, I mean, I think it kind of comes down to what you need because, like, I mean, as awesome as Pajot is, he is a center. Granted, he's going to give you the two off nights, so you might have openings at center on those nights. But if you need winger help, Palmieri is sort of back to old form. He's got six points in the last seven games and hitting a little bit. So if you need winger, I mean, he's kind of along for the ride there. Pulak is a great peripheral guy. So they have kind of... Whatever you need is is available on the island at a very low, gettable price. So that's true. Uh, but definitely, I, I think I like those guys. That second line has been cold, so you never know. It's also the type of thing where they might start heating it up, and uh, and the other uh, lines slow down. But no, I, li- I like I like Pajot, Palmieri. I was just gonna say I wouldn't go for Parise. He's the one of the bunch that uh, I just don't trust.
1: Well, like you said, there's options here, man. Like Pulak, he's kind of your peripheral guy. He's shooting, he's hitting, he's blocking. JGP for points hits too, which is great. If you're looking for power play points, like, man, the the island is not the place to find it. But, I mean, you got like the guys that have power play points in the last two weeks are JGP, Barzell, Perize, Dobson, and... And Andres Lee, out of those two, JGP and Andres Lee, probably the most available at this point. And then Parise, obviously, too. But like you said, he's at the bottom of a lot of my lists, even if we're talking about, I don't know, guys named Zach Parise. But yeah, I, I think JGP is the, the hands a way favorite for me as well. Sunday being an off night, everybody's going to load up on Sunday. Everybody should load up on Sunday, I think. So we shouldn't need to point out that Sunday is like... off night like you're going to be streaming on sunday you should have saved hopefully at least one ad for sunday but the rest of these teams man if you got room on thursday and saturday there are the blues the san jose sharks nashville predators minnesota wild buffalo sabers and toronto maple Leafs. oh and detroit in there as well that are all playing thursday saturday and sunday so you get three games in four nights albeit two of them on the heavy nights
0: i was gonna suggest those teams as great replacements for Canucks players because Canucks players um, are basically done, right? They only play one game over those three nights. So honestly, think about as hot as he is, you might drop Pedersen for Pajot right now. If you're going to get three games instead of one, I mean, you might be able to pull something. There's a few teams uh, that have really shit schedules, uh, Vancouver, Seattle rangers in la they only have one game over that whole four game span so the islanders are a great replacement for for those kind of drops
1: yeah i think seattle at this point like drop all of them uh the new york rangers uh maybe outside of like panarin uh you know your big guys i'm on the fence about adam fox at this point like if it's your championship week and like you can max out one game you know granted it is against the red wings so that's pretty enticing but, uh, you know, you had Pulak for three games or Adam Fox for one, you know, then it starts to get a little dicey. Then you're you're actually having a conversation.
0: If it was a categories league, I would 100% do that right now. Like, if you're going to get three games worth of peripherals versus one game's worth of defenseman offense... That's like, absolutely. Yeah. I was looking at that. Obviously I have a lot of moves to think about because I'm in a couple of finals and I obviously have the maximum allowable amount of Canucks. So (laughs) I've got a, a lot to think about. Like I would suggest for people like, you could probably get away with two or maybe three guys who have that kind of schedule, right? But the rest of your players, you got to get games. So like I'm, I have to keep Pedersen. Like the way he's playing, he's just been absolutely crazy. At,
1: at least get that Thursday game, yeah, against Arizona.
0: You can only really have one or two guys who are great, but gonna not play like that. So I'm basically dropping everybody except Demco and Pedersen and Miller from the Canucks.
1: The other Friday-Sunday team is Florida. We've talked a lot about Florida this last uh, damn few months at this point, but you know a lot of the, the same names ring true. Gustav Forsling is still pretty hot at this point. Uh, over the last 14 days, he's got seven points in seven games, 27 shots, 10 blocks. You should be checking out Gustav Forsling. He's 28% rostered, still out there. Your guys that you're not picking up are Barkov, Huberto, Reinhardt, Probably Giroux and Weeks, but behind that you got a 57% rostered Gudis for hits. He will hit. He does that a lot. Sherrod is not bad for periphery. Sam Bennett is 84%, but he's not producing a ton. I don't know, man. Like it looks like a just go check on Duclair is is there.
0: He's been scoring. He's been doing kind of doing Duclair thing, which is score a lot. I don't ever get any assists, but I do kind of like Sherratt. He's a really good all purpose defenseman because he does shoot quite a bit for a goon and he gets a reasonable amount of points, but he definitely gets you hits and blocks. Like he's a good uh workable defenseman.
1: Two games of Sherrat or three games of Pulak. Who do you prefer?
0: Ooh. I think Sherrat gives you way more chance for points, but Uh, That is a tough one right there. Yeah. That is a tough one because it's Florida. And that's, that's one thing like Florida is ridiculous. Florida is absolutely ridiculous this year.
1: And listen, they got, they got Winnipeg. They got Detroit to finish out the week. That can that can go any which way.
0: I'm in. I'm in on that. And I don't think Sherat doesn't seem like the kind of guy who's gonna take the end of the season off. Like he's probably he wants to probably stay there and like prove that he's worth keeping there and all that. So I think you're gonna see him picking things up. I wonder do you think Sam Bennett is gonna do his end of season thing?
1: I think if he was, it probably would have started. I think he's back to like his, you know, fifty five ish point self, seems like it um okay so where did you land did you land uh pulak or did you land shirat
0: well i i would go shirat but it's definitely debatable like i don't think i think they're both great options
1: yeah and then Forsling. i think if you need points on defense i think he's he's the option not much for power play points because he doesn't play on the power play so those are our only uh friday sunday wow Wow.
0: Wow. Wow. wow 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 wow, wow, yeah, that's it, So there's not many games on Friday, so I think those are super valuable teams, so I'd load up on them, but for other ones, I mean for when if you're going for the three games and four nights, just kind of getting games played, kind of thing, replacing some of those teams that uh we talked about there, I like Buffalo. It's weird, but I like Buffalo. Uh, They kind of start seasons hot and end seasons hot, and they're just shit for like 65 games (laughs) for the bulk of the year.
1: (laughs) Yeah, they're playing the Flyers twice, too. That doesn't hurt.
0: Yeah, right? They're playing the Flyers twice. I mean, St. Louis is going to be a a tough one, but they've been great. Like Their their guys have been great, and they're absolutely available because they're just a garbage team, but... People have caught on to Tage Thompson. He's up to sixty-two percent owned. And he just he keeps going. He's got five goals in the last eight games. I really like that guy.
1: That game reeks of Jordan Bennington. So there very well could be offense to be had from Buffalo.
0: That's a really good point, too. Yeah. And we're not joking. It's it's not April Fools episode, but Jeff Skinner is still super hot. Yep. Olafson's pretty hot recently again both of them yeah alex tuck is getting points but those are their four guys who have been uh, point per game ish over the last couple of weeks
1: and if you can't find uh hits in the form of radko Gudis, matthias samuelson is option number two he's one percent rostered he's got 24 hits in his last seven games so he's doing it like four over four hits a game close to it at least
0: Three assists, three assists, too.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm and not, if you just not banking on it,
0: <laughs> no. Um, and if you just want to have fun, just just a good time, uh, Peyton Krebs, I wouldn't really pick him up in your finals, but if you're out yeah, and you this still is not are,
1: a time for fun, Raj. We're not having fun right now
0: if you're in a consolation round i'm absolutely picking up peyton krebs for those three games and just that's the time to do that kind of stuff but no if you're in the final for for first uh i would not suggest that pickup
1: they do have options i think if you're if you're hunting down hits samuelson he's he's dalene's pairing partner on the top pairing so those assists they're not they're not fluky like he's gonna he's gonna whoopsie daisy himself into some points every once in a while there's not much going on for blocks because they let a lot of these goals in so Darlene and Yoki Haru lead the way with like one block a game so you're not you're not looking at Buffalo for blocks here you're looking for Jeff Skinner (laughs) points or or Samuelson hits that those those are your options at this point
0: yeah no one on Buffalo's risking themselves to block shots at this point in the season either I think they're just kind of flamencoing unless you never know maybe someone's going to throw maybe face first and try to get injured and get early summer but one more team i kind of like um if we're done with buffalo which i'm I'm happy to be done um is toronto
1: oh yeah their schedule's great they have the islanders they have Ottawa this weekend and the capitals which is sure to be like a high-flying game i think that's going to be it's going to be a lot of goals in that game uh you know capitals goaltending not great this point and leaf skull tending is bent not broken but uh it's fine yeah
0: hit or miss I missed uh with Calgrenn the other night on a stream but
1: <laughs> the maple Leafs do not play Buffalo well they just can't they can't play Buffalo what is it
0: like I just thought like yeah I know they got Trashed on a couple of times by Buffalo, and it's so Toronto to lose to Buffalo. But I was like, there's no way they can do that again. Like, not the way Toronto's flying lately, too. They're just crushing it. Yeah. And then, <laughs> for some reason, they can't uh, do Buffalo. Uh, they've been doing everybody else just fine. Um, anybody with any kind of name on Toronto is taken because it's Toronto. It's like v- Toronto and Vancouver. Like, everybody is taken all the time who's useful. Um, but one guy. Who has been producing? uh, Bunting's like seven, six assists in the last seven games. Like he's all assists because he's he's playing with the best goal scorer in the world. He hasn't he hasn't scored a goal in a
1: long time, but he's still getting points.
0: Pierre Engvall is a deep cut. He uh, has points. Do you buy that though? He's been getting points. Not really. But, again, for games played, the one thing that's nice about him is the tri-eligibility. Sure, yeah. If you're in a f- fairly deep league, that makes it so it's a little bit easier to work him around your roster to maybe get him in on all three games.
1: Yeah, it really comes in handy on those heavy nights.
0: Um, but that would be a deep cut. Like Maybe if you're in a 16-team league, I would be looking at that kind of thing, but not really in a, in a 12.
1: Giordano in just-go-check territory, he's doing some stuff too. Yeah, worth a look. I always love Mishiev just because of how much he shoots. He's available, five points in his last seven, so he's on a little bit of a little bit of a tear. I see you got Ilya Labushkin highlighted here because he does the hits.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, he does a lot of the hits. Eighteen hits in the last five games, and that's kind of slow for him. Yeah, like I'm fe- I'm feeling a little let down by three and a half a games, but uh, if you need hits, and a great thing about having the Sunday and I could see that Islanders, you know, the Islanders are a pretty rugged team. I could see there being a lot of hits and guys like Labushkin getting some extra minutes, trying to rest people like Riley. But uh, yeah, I mean, if you need hits, you could pick him up for the back to back on Saturday and Sunday and pretty much catch your opponent in hits
1: with the rest of the teams that are available. um, We're looking at San Jose, Nashville and uh, Minnesota at this point, I think, you know, for me, the number one pick, my number one pick here is JGP. I think he's the guy that we should be going for this weekend. If you're looking for points, yeah. uh, if, you know, if you're falling behind in hits, if you're looking for blocks, then you know what to do. Go to your waiver wire, sort by blocks, and pick that guy up. But um, I think JGP is the, is the cut here. Uh, Ryan Johansson, 41% roster. He's got eight points in his last six. Three of them were power play points. He's shooting quite a bit. That line one, that's where you want to focus in on. And that's where Ryan Johansson is. And he's the only one available on that, on that line. And he's actually leading that line in points over the last two weeks. So that's the guy that you should be looking at again, if you're looking for points specifically, and I don't mind their, their lineup this weekend either. They got the Oilers, which again can go any which way Chicago that's probably going to go in Nashville's favor, I think pretty handily. And then uh, St. Louis, which is going to be a hard fought game, but you know, I think if anybody's scoring, it's either going to be Tanner Jano or it's going to be Ryan Johansson.
0: Yeah, those are those are a couple of decent ones from Nashville. I, I like those a lot. And Jano gives you gives you good hits any game. Oh
1: Jesus, the floor for hits is is fantastic. Um, I mean, outside of that, you know, Minnesota. We've gone over these guys quite a bit. Uh, there's no one there that uh, really excites me.
0: I don't know, man. Matt Boldy's back.
1: True. True. Okay.
0: He's got three points in the last two games since coming back in seven shots.
1: He is back on power play one.
0: Yeah, everybody dropped him. He's at 14% owned. So, I mean, he is a zero hit guy. He's a zero block guy. But he could very well finish out this year on a hot streak. I mean, if you look at his average time on ice, it's like 13 minutes. But last game, uh, he's up at 1640. So... Maybe he's getting rewarded for for how well he's been playing' because he was getting some points before he got injured uh missed four or five games, and he's been getting points since he's back, so I would see his his time on ice increase and uh
1: now good call. he's got two multi point games in his last four uh what's he got five points in his last three at this point um yeah he's he's looking good, I dig it good call Jacob middleton for blocks and hits here you know if you're in a super deep league, he's three percent rostered. I just I want to give Jared Spurgeon a little bit of love too, but he's in just go check territory. And like I was saying in in San Jose, Megna's coming out of nowhere. He's looking um he's looking not so bad, hitting and blocking. That's about it. So that's my really really deep cut zero percent had to throw him in there kind of thing. Let's talk about um Sunday Savior goalie streams back to backs on Saturday and Sunday there are. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine teams playing back to backs. I don't know how I feel about it all. Like uh, Bennington versus Minnesota or Nashville, no thanks. San Jose, no thanks. They're playing Dallas and Minnesota. Philly, like Martin Jones versus Buffalo, or are you going the Buffalo side? That that one just stinks.
0: Well, I might take Buffalo both of those games. Honestly, you know, I mean Buffalo's been been good. Philly is just. They have to have completely given up at this point. I mean, they're shitty and they're injured and it's just <laughs> over and they want that pick. And
1: They're going to let them win.
0: Buffalo seems to have a little bit of pride. Philly seems to have just packed it right oh. in.
1: You, know? <laughs> you got a bunch of new faces right now. Right. Like, who
0: is this team, man? Oh, I know. It's, it's, it's just a gong show and it's not... They're a much better team than last place, I think. But No, I'd like Buffalo's goalies in either of those games. The problem is, like, St. Louis has... A tough back to back against Minnesota and Nashville.
1: Yeah, no thanks. You know which one I am looking at? Riddick versus uh, Chicago, more than likely. And if that doesn't pan out the way that I think it will, you know, I I don't really, there's no pattern to the way Minnesota is deploying their goalies right now. But uh, whoever gets that Sunday start against San Jose, like, you know, Saturday, you're going to find out if it's Flurry or if it's Talbot. And then whoever it's not is going to play Sunday. I think go for that. Or, you know, with any stroke of luck, we find out before going into the weekend, who gets the Sunday game? You could pick them up beforehand. I like that one. I like Riddick versus uh, Chicago if it's going to go that way. Outside of that, like, man, I hate to say it, but I don't trust Shogren against um, Ottawa. I don't know why. I don't trust Campbell against Ottawa. Like, that one just reeks of, like, upset game. I don't know why.
0: It does. Yeah. I was going to say possibly the Islander game because they're going to be coming back from a disappointing loss on Hockey Night in Canada against Ottawa. <laughs> 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 so they're going to have to come back and try to win against the Islanders. I mean, realistically, they do have a good shot of winning both of those games, but you're right. Like Ottawa, that's an absolute Maple Leafs boner game. <laughs> where they do- Yeah. <laughs> Crap it. So, I mean, you're not going to get Jack Campbell. Could go with Shalgren. Or is it Shalgren?
1: Shalgren? Yeah. Yeah. You know how like Oscar or Oliver Shillington spells the name KY. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's an S for some reason.
0: Yeah. You're likely to end up with bad percentages even in a win. You might get the old Grant Fear 7-5 win kind of thing. So you'd be prepared for that. If you're in a battle where your save percentage is on the line, That's not the
1: game, yeah. That's not the game. Don't
0: risk it for a win.
1: (laughs) Go for the Minnesota versus San Jose game. Uh, If you need volume, Elvis Merzlikens is your guy. There's a good chance he gets both games. You know, I think the same thing for Hellebuck at this point too. He'll probably get both those games this week too. They were they were two pretty tough games. Like I'm not looking forward to that as a uh, Hellebuck owner, but yeah, Florida Tampa Bay back to back. That sucks, but uh, you'll get some stats.
0: Uh, Yeah, saves. Yeah
1: you'll get stats you'll get saves and i think the same could be said against uh merzlikens like he's got la on the front half of back-to-back la is pretty good this year you know though they're not showing it against colorado right now a little bit of an awakening but like i love that anaheim game but the fact that Merslickens is not going to be rested that's going to be really tough my money's on him getting both those games so check it out uh but yeah that's that's my call.
0: As many back to backs as there is, I think they're all a bit of a crapshoot in one way or another. You know, at this point we're talking about probably the Sunday of your finals, so that's that's crapshoot time. <laughs> Pick up
1: whomever, whoever you can. Yeah, and Riddick is two percent rostered, so I changed my vote. Uh Riddick versus hopefully Chicago or Jesus, any of the I can't believe I'm saying this, any of the Buffalo goalies, you'll get uh, some starts. Maybe even Martin Jones if you're feeling froggy. I don't know. Hopefully Philly loses both those games, man. Just get the pick. Just get yeah. the pick. Give Buffalo two points. That's the most damage you can do right now. But anyway, that's uh, that's all I got for the weekend preview here. Good luck in your matchups. Let us know how you're doing, man. Chirp us on Twitter. Um, you know, if we you know said something stupid that ruined your week i'm sorry you know you can chirp us or if we helped you in any way chirp us and uh always leave a review it's the end of the year so you know if we helped in any way leave us a leave us five stars on itunes man that's um helps us out goes a long way that's it for us curtains and we love you love you